All right, welcome to Five Stat in Five Minutes, our weekly podcast where we just talk about what was in the newsletter this week, give you a quick rundown. So if you don't have time to read it, you could just listen to this and kind of get the highlights of what's going on uh, in the world today. And hopefully it'll help you make some better investment decisions and uh, please share it with the rest of your team and uh, anyone else you think would like it. So first things first, things first we're just back from 4th of July this week. It's kind of second half in 2020. We're getting that kicked off. So um, the first thing we did is a quick run through of what's been going on in the stock market over the past few weeks. And one of the most interesting things is it's depending on the news of the day, how people feel about COVID. It's up 2%, it's down 2%, it's up 2%. And you actually saw that, we're recording this on Wednesday, saw that happen through the middle of the week this week as well. Um, and then you're getting news, top headline in Wall Street Journal, United may shed half of their employees. So, you know, I kind of expect that to just you know, continue down the road. Um, you know, I, I, I don't think until there's, you know, there, until there's some, you know, serious drop off in infections, cases, and deaths, are you going to see some leveling off in that volatility. Good news for rates is it's keeping the 10-year treasury low and you know, we're locking in fixed rate deals in the high 2% range. So it's making a lot of these deals work from a cash on cash and yield perspective. Um, all right, so the next thing, um, the jobs report came out last week. Obviously, um, everyone saw the headline numbers. Um, we, we just talk about, and we add a few links, just to dig a little deeper into what those numbers mean. And I think something that was bothering me was, you know, at one point there had 40 million people had applied for unemployment insurance, but we're only showing 18, 19 million people out of work, according to, the, according to the official monthly jobs report. So what's the difference? The difference being, you know, some, if people who get called for the survey were fired or laid off and they don't say they're actively working, um, maybe they're collecting the unemployment check, maybe they've just got discouraged, maybe they have childcare issues and they just, they just stopped looking, they're not gonna be counted as officially unemployed. You have to be actively working to be in that number. Um, so that that number, you know, the unemployment number could be off by you know, a factor of 50% compared to who was in the workforce previously. Um, so some good some good data in there. Um, and then with Annie on here, uh, talk about the next data point I threw in there, which is my favorite piece of research that comes out of the CBRE research team. Um, it's the annual, they only do this once a year, it's the annual report on just demographics by age. Um, and as our, you know, one of our resident millennials on the team, um, I think Annie best exemplifies like what's going on in this report, which is the millennials are getting older. They're in their thirties, they're buying houses. Annie and her husband, Alex, just bought a house recently. They just had a baby uh, a few months ago. Um, and so things are changing in terms of what the priorities are. And for our apartment owners out there, that means obviously less renters. Um, what this chart shows is graphically, you could see by age, you know, what the number is and the Gen Zers that are coming behind the millennials, there's just less people. There's less of, uh, there's less Rickies than there are uh, Annie and Camerons. So um, that's gonna, that's gonna affect demand going forward. And it's, it's kind of cool. Like if you look at if you look at the charts, all bar charted. You know, if you're 20 or 29 years old, you were probably in the toughest year to apply to college uh, because you had the most amount of people, you know, within your within your age range, within your graduating class. 
and you know fortunately annie's kid my kid will have a much easier time because there's just way less people being born right now um and that'll affect you know kind of long-term demand going forward so check that out i do resent the fact that you said i'm getting older i know it's a reality but we don't have to just share that with everyone um aging aging gracefully thank you thank you and i I always wondered, do you consider yourself a, a millennial or? I, I'm, I'm right on the cusp. I'm uh, 79. So I think the cutoff's like 81, 82, um, depending on who you talk to. There's no real consensus. Off the cusp. <laughs> right off the cusp. I am the millennial whisperer though. This I, is true. This is true. I've been, you know, 75, you just don't get it. You know, 85, you might be too young. Um, so I kind of bridge the gap a little bit as, as I see it, but I, I'll um, give you that one. You do. What'd you say? I said I'll give you that. You certainly do at times. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, all right. Then the, the next thing we talk about in there is you know with, with obviously you know you're seeing these COVID spikes going up. You know things are shutting back down. You can only eat at restaurants outside, so on and so forth. Um, you know the work from home situation may be here to stay. And you know it's. I think for a while people are working at their kitchen tables. They're just you know up on their laptops and on their couch. And you know I, I highly recommend. In fact, I'll probably write about like what the most optimal desk setup is um, down the road. But you, got, you, you need you need something that simulates the work that simulates the working environment. And there's all these companies that build these modular structures that were originally designed to take advantage of the kind of ADU requirements you throw, you throw in like a mother-in-law unit in the back, maybe you rent it out, maybe it's just more space, maybe it's a workout room. Um, these things cost like eight to, I mean, up to $50,000 if you wanna get high-end finishes. But now they've positioned and there's a tremendous amount of demand of throwing a 200 square foot uh, working space in your backyard. So you actually leave the house, walk to the backyard and you're separated from the kids, the dogs, um, all the distractions you can actually focus on work so doing a few companies there it's a really interesting trend um you know i think you know we'll, we'll see where it goes but there's a lot of these startups out there and a lot of these companies have been actually established for a while um, and build these things in warehouses and then ship them out yeah i think just being able to shut the door is is key for a number of people so and just not seeing your computer during the day, you know, yeah. you could you could have that physical separation of work life. Um, you know, I think it's affecting a lot of people, a lot of different companies. Yeah. Um, and the last thing we talk about, you know, kind of bring it back to what's stay, staying in the news is is COVID nineteen and you know the the shutdown, the quarantine, the responses. It's it's been getting obviously you know there's there's pros and cons. There's a lot of arguments over what was the best solution. But we talked about this week what Sweden's response was. Um, and it's been pretty interesting. They didn't shut down. They didn't do a full shutdown. They kept things open. Um, they issued guidelines for social distancing, masks, that whole thing. I mean, people weren't going to the movie theaters, but the movie theaters were open. And the initial numbers, you know, they, they, they're faring worse in the United States and the rest of the EU in terms of death rates, in terms of their GDP being, you know, I think down 7% versus maybe four and a half for the United States. So. It's actually not shutting down has had a worse effect on their economy than if they just would have shut down like the rest of the, com the countries and you know really driven their numbers down. But uh, you know, the jury's not out yet. More data will still roll in over the next six months, and we'll see how things trend. But it's an interesting take um, you know, compared to just all the all the noise you hear day in day out. Yeah.
So that's it. I appreciate you guys listening today. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to email me. Um, if you want to get the month Monday newsletter every week, sign up at fivestepmonday.com. Thank you so much. And we'll uh, talk to you next week. Thanks everyone.